was it on that beat? I think it's about that time. What you think? I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. Hey, it's the bottom of the hour. It sure is. What's the name of the show called? Hey, hey, hey. This is Larissa here with Exclusivity. I want to welcome all my guests today. I have a full house. So I'm going to start off on my right. I have my lovely Miss Kiyosha. Kiyosha. Well, I said it wrong. I'm sorry. Kill me because I call her Key. I call her Key. So please don't kill me. Y'all know I'm so bad with names. Y'all already know this. We roll with Key. And then I have my lovely Joy, who's a makeup artist. Yep. So say hello, Joy. Hi, everyone. And then I have my longtime friend, my sister. I love her, uh, Miss Shannon. Uh, my famous Shannon. Thank Everybody you, knows you. Shannon. Thank you, thank you for having me. This is so dope. This oh is so my dope. god! Of course. Now, ladies, why don't you guys? Uh, we'll start off with Key. Why don't you tell uh, our viewers a little bit about you, who you are, and what you do, and then let them know where they can follow you at. Absolutely. So, guys, my name is Kiyosha Jordan. I actually do real estate here in Orlando. I am um, top thirty-five under thirty-five in Rising Star at sixteen thousand agents. Get to the mic. Um, get to the mic, baby. I'm so sorry. And definitely, you guys can follow me at Kiyosha J. That's at K E A U S H A. So if you guys are looking for a home let me tell you something two things i always do i get the job done so Facts. that's me that's what you're supposed to do it <laughs> anything to get the job done we're all about hustling over Absolutely. here shannon yes. knows how that is yes um miss joy why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do hi everyone my name is joyce and i'm a stylist and makeup artist here locally in downtown winter garden i'm at millionaire hair beauty salon and you can find me at either millionaire beauty on Instagram or Joycey Diva on Instagram. Well, guys, go ahead and follow these two ladies and Miss Shannon. Hi, thanks again for having me. So um, I'm an attorney by trade, but I like to say I'm an entrepreneur that just happens to be a lawyer. So um, started my law firm at age 25, have some exciting things coming forward next year. So um, just excited to be here. What's coming along next year, Ms. Shannon? Well, um, I'm hoping to uh, launch a new uh, brand of a law firm, partnering with one of my longtime mentors and open up a new firm downtown Orlando and just expanding after 13 years of being an entrepreneur on my own. So, um, you know, looking to continue celebrate and represent the people and businesses that I've loved to do over the past decade plus. So. And where can everyone follow you at? So I go by That's My Lawyer. Find me across social media, but my law firm is also Pretty Smart Law, and then hopefully 2021 we'll be branding Bates Leg in the front. So. Oh my god, that's pretty exciting stuff. You're like a hustler. And you know what, guys? She has her own line of not just hair, but shades too. Why don't you tell them about your uh, shade line and all sunglasses? And also, too, uh, she does a charity for bringing the dolls out. So let everyone know where you can uh, drop off a doll. Yes. Yeah, so, um, like I said, I'm an entrepreneur by trade. So I realized I was telling a lot of my clients, you know, have your seven streams of income, like merchandise yourself, do retail. And one trip in Miami, I literally probably had like 10, 20 pairs of sunglasses. So I always said, I want to design sunglasses. And when I got into it, I said, you know, I can get into private labeling. So I launched a sun care brand called Pretty Smart Shades, but I really just learned how to cross market my brand Pretty Smart. 
but really pretty smart is the way I've set goals in life. The SMART stands for specific, immeasurable, attainable, realistic, and time bound. So um, pretty smart shades just turned into my retail and luxury and small accessory lines. So I have sunglasses, beach towels, you know, custom t-shirts and uh, just things that represent social justice and our brand and the culture. So you can go to shopprettysmart.com. But um, the thing I'm most proudful of is my longest running company is my charity, Legacy Entertainment Arts Foundation. And that actually started from one of my clients, um, Vanessa Van Dyke. I represented a 12 year old girl who just like us here tonight, she was um, beautiful young girl, mixed, she went to a private school and she was actually getting bullied and discriminated against to the point she was trying to harm and kill herself. So um, it was one of those situations as a civil rights and discrimination attorney, I really took to heart this girl. I said, you know, you go around suing schools, all her information and things would become public. So. Um, my lawyer mentor, Natalie Jackson, she was really instrumental in Trayvon Martin case and um, we rallied around her and some other of my female business partners and we created this brand called Bring Out the Dolls. Mm -hmm. So Bring Out the Dolls is the brand, uh, beautiful in every hue, bring a doll that looks like you. Mm -hmm. And what we recognized was um, a lot of minority girls and women, we are not really represented in toys and magazines and we really wanted right. Vanessa as a girl that was mixed, beautiful girl, um, to really appreciate how she was. You're beautiful the way you are with your natural hair. And um, 10 years later, she's a sophomore uh, Spellman. She actually competes uh, for Miss Georgia. She's turned into an oh, wow. amazing That's supermodel. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, her story really transformed things. And really, I was just texting her today. I was like, can you give us an update so everyone can understand? Like, you went from this 12-year-old girl to this you know, collegiate beauty. Right. And, you know, she inspired some other teens that they're actually going to take her story and start um, a youth empowerment line. Oh, wow. Yell. And where other teens can report or get information about bullying and anti-discrimination, stop bullying in their schools and communities. So it's that. really mm -hmm. been a legacy and things. Mm -hmm. So they can come out or go to bringoutthedolls.com. Uh-oh. And um, because of COVID, we went digital. So we created an Amazon wish list at bringoutthedolls.com. So you can shop, you can send the dolls to us, but then we have like drive-through, um, doll donation things across which Florida. i will be there on thursday yes okay you know, great. i donate a doll every year so i'm Thank definitely you. gonna donate a doll um also to shannon i see that you also go to schools and stuff like that because i watch some of the videos that you're talking to all these young ladies and you're literally telling the story right about this 12 year old girl and how she was bullied and you know it's all about the gear and everything else right so you know this year is a real challenge and every year i say i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna do it especially because she left our community in orlando but this year I said, you know what, this is really a challenge to see if this is not just a glorified doll and toy drive. If we really, because we collected thousands of dolls mm -hmm. to take back to schools and children in need. And what we really do is when we go into these schools and after school programs, we teach them about anti-discrimination, about bullying, about when you see something, report it. Right. And that's what led us to 10 years later starting this action helpline because in Vanessa's case, they reported it to the school, still got no action. They reported it to the principal, still got no action to the point her mom had to pull her out of school. And so as attorneys, I said, what can I do to help? And so even as kids wanting to report, that's why we're starting the, um, the empowerment line. So, you know, it's just grown over the years and I'm, I'm glad to see things grow. But the real part is going into these schools and teaching kids like, no, it's not okay, report bullying. Because I look back at, you know, I was talking to my colleague here, I was like, 
racism exists between races, colorism Correct. exists. I remember in high school, like, because I was light-skinned and people thought I was mixed, I wasn't, you know, dark enough to be black or I talked too proper. So stuff happens and girls, you know, need an outlet to talk and, mm -hmm. you know, really understand, like, it's okay to be different and for you to look like you is mm -hmm. what makes us all Correct. unique, so. Like, I dealt with racism for the first, because I grew up in New York. Mm -hmm. And because I grew up in New York, it's so diverse in New York, right? right? And it's a big melting pot. Right. And so I never really experienced, well, I did experience racism as a child. I was bullied as a child because when I first came into America, like, come into mm -hmm. America, <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, or fresh off the boat type of deal. I mean, I was a young little girl. Right. And um, when I started to go to school, I was in the Bronx, I was in elementary school, I was going into second mm -hmm. grade, and kids did not know what Caribbean Indian was, Correct. or West Indian, or anything like that. They just assumed when you say West Indian, you're Indian. And they didn't know um, Indians from India or anything like that. They were not open to that. Right, so they would be like, "Oh my God, you're American Indian," and they'd be like, "Oh, like you know, like they would literally make fun of me." And then as I got older, and I was about eleven or twelve, I mean, and I grew up. At this point, I was in the South Bronx, as I was in a very poor neighborhood, and demographic in that area that I grew up in was just Puerto Ricans and African Americans. Wow, that's the neighborhood that I grew up in. Right, right. And then my parents moving on up, like Jefferson, <laughs> and we went. We went to. Um, more uptown in the in the Bronx area, but it was more predominantly like Europeans and Albanians and Irishes, and it was a mixed crowd, like mixed. Koreans and stuff wow. like that. And now they, when I would say I'm West Indian, now they would be like, "Oh, you're Indian," and they'll be like, "Where is your dot?" And like oh. literally point in my in my forehead. Wow. So I went through all that as a child, and it was a horrific. So I didn't experience anything about bullying as until a couple years ago, I went to Tennessee mm. and I went to Murfreesboro. Yes, ma'am. And um, it's either you're white or you're black or there's just, no in between. Honey. Or even I think just Asian, like Chinese. Yeah. And I went out with a friend of mine and they were like, what? Like literally staring at me like if I was a Martian. Like I was like this wow. green object and I was just like, why is everyone staring wow. at me like this? Mm. And it was just such, I went for the first time in my life from since I was a child, I literally went into the bathroom and I was crying because it was just like, they made me feel so uncomfortable. Like, what do you mean? What am I? I'm a right. human being. That's what I am. Right, right. You know what I mean? So anyways, did you guys ever experience any type of stuff like that with racism? I have growing up. I think mine was, my sister was uh, dark skin and I'm light skin. Mm. So it was always, we always got put up against each other. So even in school, it would say, oh, you can come, she can't. But wow. I've always been the type of person, I'm like, no, she can't go. I ride with my sister the entire way. Like it's an automatic no. Wow. I think I was more shocked at people's response to even say that or, oh my God, you're not like them. You talk very proper. Well, who is them? Because I'm confused, because where I'm from, this is how all blacks talk. Mm -hmm. So I'm just a little confused by what you're saying. Mm -hmm. So I think for me on my end, having the light skin mm -hmm. syndrome is either I'm not light enough for the whites, mm -hmm. I'm not black enough for the blacks. So you always find that in okay. between mm -hmm. where you're either trying to try to be one or the other. Mm -hmm. And it's hard because mm -hmm. you always got to prove a point. I always got to prove myself. I got to prove how black I am. I got to prove mm -hmm. how, how light I am over here. And it never can be just you're just light skin, you're just this, or it's getting put up against my other family members that are darker, or it's, it's like more, mine was more so on that. It was a color line of between me and my sister, and I think that kind of put a wedge right. between us growing up, 
because I don't know if it was more so a, uh, you're getting the attention, but mm. I always take a step back when it comes to my sister. I always let her in the forefront because I know she's had to deal with a lot being dark skinned. Okay. So I try to celebrate her as much as possible in a room. I'm like, no, 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 you're going to shine. Right. You know what I mean? Because right. the attention's going to come regardless just because. You know what's even... And, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. You know what's even crazier? Even being within your race, like you were saying, because mm -hmm. it's either you're going to be accepted if you're black or accepted if you're light-skinned. And, like, even for me growing up, being in the West Indian community or even, like, our backgrounds more from India, like, if we were dark-skinned, it was wow. like you were not pretty. Right, right. Right? And uh, there's a lot of brown girls. Like a lot of us girls would say we're brown girls. Mm. And we were always looked upon like we were just never accepted. Like, you know, some of us are Guyanese, some of us are Trinidadian, some of us are Jamaican. Right. And we're Caribbean Indian, but like we were not accepted from people from India because we were not light enough well, in our yeah. culture. So it's like growing up in that way and not being able to be accepted and like we're all spiritual here right so you know as we get older we're talking about healing and the healing process right. and one thing that I've actually learned to accept not even six months ago I thought about well you know what my issues and my problems is, is learning my big thing is is that I always wanted to be accepted mm. mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. accepted in when it comes to skin color maybe where I was in the area I was growing up in and even like society. Right. So as you get older, and for me, it's all about, I've learned to accept who I am as a person and love me first. Right. And I think self-love is the most important thing. Absolutely. Right. And sure. enjoy, what's your background? Well, <clears throat> my experience is completely different than mm -hmm. you guys' experience. Like for me, it's, I didn't have any issues growing up as far as, um, having you know for anyone to accept me the, you know mm -hmm. the way I was uh, I never really cared mm -hmm. I kind of always been very independent marks the beat of my own drum mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. doesn't matter what you think of me your opinion of me is completely irrelevant um but as far as like growing up I definitely I grew up in Queens and then when we moved to Long Island that was a little bit of an adjustment because I grew up in a predominantly Caucasian Italian you know mm -hmm. area so I wasn't Hispanic enough for the mm -hmm. Latin culture there, you know, the maybe five. Because right. I literally had I literally had three African American students yeah. in my junior high. That's all that there was. And there were wow. there were siblings. Well Long Island's were a lot of guidos and guidettes yes, and everything yes, else, but that's yes. what we're going for. So I wasn't Hispanic enough for the Hispanic kids, but I wasn't white enough for the Italian ones. Mm -hmm. So it was always, you know, kind of like navigating strange waters but it, it it wasn't until i became an adult that it actually started to affect me because people would be prejudiced against me right and it's not even the right backgrounds like i've had people tell me to you know to i'm a terrorist stop you know bombing the country for whatever reason most people think i'm middle eastern and i'm just like you're being racist but it's not even the right one. Right, right, right. <laughs> so Try I don't know again. whether to be like, I'm offended because you're being, you're saying something so offensive, but at the same time, it's mm, not, right. I have to laugh because it's not right. even the right one. Right. Like if you're going to be prejudiced, at least know what you're being prejudiced against. Right. You know? But it's <laughs> know. the ignorance of it all. Exactly. 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 at all time high. Exactly. Right. But right. I think if I didn't have the personality that I did where things like that don't bother me or 
you know, I, I think I probably would have like low self-esteem or look down on myself, but I've always been, I grew up in a family that was like very proud of our culture. I'm half Puerto Rican and half Colombian. So I grew up with both mm -hmm. and I've always been proud of who I am. And it was always instilled in me as like a small kid. So I think that's what made a difference nice. as, you know, mm -hmm. through school and not being able to like relate to either side of the fence. It, it didn't affect me. It didn't affect me, like I said, until I was an adult. Right. And I was, and I, it was, was adult. Like, grown people <laughs> act right. like this. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and TJ, do you, have you ever experienced anything like this? Uh, absolutely. 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 Do you want to uh, share? Yeah. Okay. So um, before I start, you know, KJ, I, I would call you a red bone. Right. That that's from from where I'm from. That that's that's red bone right, right there. Right. So it ain't no you know you black enough and not. Hey, give me red. Let me holla, let me let me let me let me you real quick. Hey, and, and 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 the same thing with you know with uh, pecan brown over here. <laughs> so, so we gonna we gonna we gonna mix it up. And um and then and then right here we got you know J Lo in the building. So <laughs> it's like well thank you. And we don't like discriminate. Well I don't. And from where I'm from, it's like every culture. Is, is is pretty much we we embrace it and the way we embrace it is we all have different ideas ways that we grow up but when we see each other we see each other for the, the their, their character not you know the their skin tone their skin color whatever the case may be and and that and that's what i instill and teach it you know teach my kids now i had to calm down because i was faced with it in in public one time yes i'm, I'm gonna say Publix. i ain't gonna say which one but I was um, uh, Casper. Um, but I, but I was, um, <laughs> so I, I was actually so, so I was in line. You know, um, you know how you go to the deli, post pull a number, whatever. I, I never had to pull no goddamn number. So, um, so I'm in line next. This white guy come up. And it was like, uh, excuse me, boy. I, I turned around. I'm like, who, who, who the fuck you talking to? And I had my two daughters with me. And so my older daughter, she was like. Dad, calm down. Don't say anything. Whereas I have my younger daughter. She's like, Dad, you gonna let him talk to you that way? Oh, Ooh. like the devil on the way. So you know what? I turned around. I was like, first of all, I'm not a boy. I'm a grown ass man. Second of all, what's your problem? And well, you gotta pull. You gotta pull a number, boy. I said, you call. You call me boy one more time. It's gonna be consequences and repercussion up in here. Well, what are you talking about? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna choke shit out you if you call me that one more time. And Ooh. I just straight up said it. And then here's the poor uh, deli clerk looking at like she don't want none of this smoke, and she already she already stood the fact that okay, he was already here. He probably didn't pull a number. And listen, let me just go ahead and help him, whatever. And she was like, well, you do have to pull a number. I'm, you know what? Let's go to the front. And so my uh, my young my oldest daughter was like, Dad, just 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 walk away. Don't do anything. And I still got my my younger daughter. She you know she eight years old, just telling me like, Dad. I just know you ain't finna deal with this. Do something about it. Do something about it. And had it not been just me understanding, like, I'm with my girls, right. I, I, I would have went to jail that night. Right. I, I literally would have went to jail that night only for the simple fact that he probably would have uh, decided to do something to me because I, I was going to put hands on him. Wow. So, but that's not the only time. I was a freshman in, um, freshman in college going to a job interview. And... A lot of us, people of color, get we fit the description, regardless of what it is. Right. Even if the, the, the actual physical description doesn't match, but 
the only description that they hear is you're black, mm-hmm. black male. Right. Regardless, if you back in the day, I was like 112 pounds, soaking wet. Wow. The black person they were looking for was six five. So they're profiling you, basically. Y'all can see me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't about five nine and a half, and some days I get five ten, depending on what shoes I put on. <laughs> but, um, we'll make sure we get you those heels for Christmas, right? right. <laughs> and so, you know, um, stilettos. <laughs> so here, here we got two undercover cops jump out of their vehicles, guns blazing, at gunpoint. I, my fault. I coming from a job interview. I got a suit on, catching the bus. What bank robber do you know dresses in a two-piece suit with a tie, with a backpack? And the description that they were looking for was, like I said, somebody over six feet, 200 and some odd pounds. And here I am a book. And and what really made it is I had on a black suit. They were looking for somebody that had a red shirt, bandana. Wow. Mm. So, again, it comes down to fitting the description of all they hear is, BM, black male, regardless of how big, how tall, whatever co- color clothes you have on. So it, it's, it's it's a lot been going on, but I just wanted like just kind of like spin it up a little bit because we can get into the, we can get into this topic. Um, we can go and, for and, hours and go on hour, this topic. But we already all know. But you we guys have, know we have fun on this show. We sure do all the time. We're always giggling, laughing every week. But you guys know what my favorite topic is. It's Uh-oh. a topic that we talk about every single week. Uh-oh. And it's going to be, uh, we said last week we're going to continue on a topic. And I love the fact that we have you guys here today. Uh-oh. So we're going to get different opinions. Okay. And we're going to continue this topic because we started it and we couldn't finish it. Okay. okay. So we're going to finish it up today. Uh-huh. Well, okay. Yes. You remember that topic, right? So the topic was about relationships. No problem. <laughs> She's like, I need so another so one. Fill up, please. Fill up. So I'm gonna end up on the couch. <laughs> Guys, we're drinking bottles of wine. I brought wine in for everybody tonight, and we're just there's tons of bottles here that's going around. But um, last week we, we love to talk about relationships here and get relationships advice and um, all different types of relationships, right? Relationships with family, relationships with a man, relationships with a woman to woman. I mean. LGBT, right. we we it's all here, right? Listen. And I would like to go around so the viewers and listeners can have an idea of at least when you're giving your opinions, they know why. Okay. So what is you guys' status? Are you guys single, 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 married, <laughs> divorced, boyfriend? I don't know. Complicated. I just don't understand. <laughs> I mean, what is it? I mean, I've been single my whole life, according to the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Good one. Answer. Good okay. answer. Good answer. But TJ, we got to let them know. What's the difference between single and what single, single? Um, no, no, I'm single, single. Oh, no. so she's single, single. Oh, yeah, right. you're single, single. You know yeah. the difference between single and single, single? Yeah, because sometimes it's like a gray area when you're like leaving and like um, they're trying to get you back. But no, I'm I'm like so good on discernment now. Like mm-hmm. ain't no gray areas in my life. Yeah, okay. we, we we talking, but you know, you know, right. I'm, I'm, no. yeah, yeah, you know, we we might go somewhere. That that that's your single folk. <laughs> that's your single folk. Well, we no. say we say single single is when you're really single. You ain't dealing with nobody. I, I ain't and got, single I ain't is like nobody. if you dating, but you ain't. No, I like just anybody. got out of a relationship, so. And I know those, and those are really terrible, aren't they? Yeah. Ugh. Especially when you, like, run into your exes. Fuck them. And, it and I always the catch me on the off days. Oh, I'm no. like, oh, oh, no. 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 Oh,
So, Key, what's your status? Oh, no, we're single, single. Okay, so you're, okay, yes. and I'm yeah. single, single. Single, single. And Joy, what's your status? Man, had you asked me this question like three weeks ago, I would not be a cliche right now. <laughs> Is yours complicated? But it's complicated. <laughs> but had you had me three weeks ago, it would have been a I definite relationship. It would have been, yes, I'm in a committed relationship, but it's complicated. And we all understand those complicated mm-hmm. yeah. relationships because you don't really know if you're you're in or you're out, one foot in, one foot out it's, type of deal, right? It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's only a toe. Okay. <laughs> so Depends on the day. The topic last week is, you know, when you're dating someone. Okay. And when you're dating a man or a woman, vice versa, but more so a man, right, of opposite sex, mm-hmm. uh, we tend to want that affection from that man, if it's even a good morning text, a good mm-hmm. afternoon, or a good night, some type of attention. We mm-hmm. seek attention from that person that we're with because mm-hmm. we can get attention from like Joe, Larry, Sean, Charles, right. like 50 different guys. Right. And we wouldn't even care about any of that attention mm-hmm. except for that one person we're actually interested in. That's so true. But why do you chase why do you chase why do you chase after it if you got Larry over here? That's giving you the attention that you're looking for. If, it's, if it's not from the one you Larry want, it like doesn't matter. Exactly. But, but that, yeah. that was a key word. You just said a key word. It's want. not the one that you want. Want. Yeah. Correct. That want is not who needs to be with you. But a woman has discernment. We know. So this is what I would say for, like, I guess, that part. I think what lacks in that is communication. And I'm really big on the love languages. And I'm really big on the type of work that I do, I'm not coming home to guess you. Right. I'm not coming home to figure it out. You know why? I negotiate all day long. I'm not about to negotiate you when I walk mm-hmm. through the door. Exactly. So my thing is, if you want the text message, tell me. You know why? Because I don't like to text. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to. But now if you tell me that's part of your love language, I will make it a habit to do it because I know something that attraction oh. does nothing mm-hmm. for me, but I know that it pleases you. But if you don't tell me those things and you're just walking around the house huffing and puffing, you're going to huff and puff. Right. Because I'm going to pull you to the side. I'm, and I'm not uh, going to attempt to either. Mm-hmm. You can drop your hints. I'm going to tell you like I tell everybody on the streets. The reason <laughs> why I don't guess the people on the streets hints is because we have a bond and we have a connection. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I need to guess you. Right. Now, if you want to play those games, then you probably need to talk to somebody out there on the streets and we can sit here and guess all day. But my thing is I'm really big on the love languages and I'm mm-hmm. really big on... If this is something that calls to you, like for instance, I'm a physical touch, I like to communication, I love acts of service, I love when I'm busy or if I'm writing a contract and you know I like salmon, you're gonna go grab the salmon. I'll yes. season it, but yes. you mix it up. Right. Boom, you spoke to one of my love languages. I love that. But if you don't tell me, I'm not about to guess. Now, if they don't do it, I feel like you're not the person they wanna do it for. Because if you, if you have to multi, mm-hmm. like if you have to continuously repeat it, in his head, because I feel like a man's going to do something for you when he really likes you. And he's he really take, wants to. And he really he's ready. Wants to. He's ready. He's ready. He's he ready. wants to. He knows it's something Get that you call to. Oh, sorry. He knows it's a it's something that speaks to you, but if he's still choosing not to, you're not the one that he wants to do it for, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I think we get upset at them, but at the same time, we don't say, that's okay, because I'm not the one that you want to do it for. Unfortunately, we just don't know how to make this split. And that, that's that's very that's very interesting because you know, know we had this conversation at brunch. Yeah, we had this yeah. conversation at brunch yesterday, and I was like, okay, I was like, we're gonna have this conversation tomorrow. But um, my whole thing is at because you're talking more so if you already went out on a few days. I'm talking more so like when you're like now meeting someone and getting to know them. 
I feel like for me, for instance, mm -hmm. um, when someone's interested in me, start showing me you're interested in me. I agree. For me, I get bored very easily. I agree. And I'm like, I get turned off very easily. Right. If you're not being in um, communication with me and being like, good morning, show me some type of interest, mm -hmm. I get bored and I'm mm -hmm. like, next. Right. I won't even like prolong it now for another week or two. I won't, and you call me and you hit me up and you're like, hey, how are you? I'm already turned off. Right, right. I'm already bored. I'm done. See? Yes and no, Ugh. because. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I attract a lot of <laughs> toxic. Narcissists oh, yes, toxic me too. Yes. So when they're like too aggressive and too needy or too like. I forget to the point, like, am I attracting stalkers and, like... <laughs> is there written stalker on your forehead? Like, <laughs> I get that, I feel that like too. I do or something. So, that's why I was, like, because now I'm reading this book about being in, being an empath and, like, dating. Mm -hmm. And so now what I'm realizing It's a tragedy is, being an empath and dating. It is, because now what I'm realizing when I was going through in my relationship is, like, okay, part of me being an empath is why I'm attracting unavailable men. Right. So, so, but then I think part of a healer is like when you attract broken people yes. too. Yes, so and I tend to attract broken people. Right, that's why I feel like your discernment has to be on Mr. Saber host. Right, mm -hmm. to know like, that's why now like, I don't even want you touching me or around me unless you're my husband. Right, so, right. That's how I feel. But the right. 30, you know, plus year old me is not the 25 year old me. Correct, exactly. Correct. And I've always been one of the people like, I like being in relationships, so I've always been trying to find a season where I can be single and not get with the wrong people. So like, it's been a whole new scenario. Right? Yeah. Right, right, right. So now I'm trying to have the right discernment mm -hmm. of like, okay, yeah, you're giving me attention, but is this the right, right attention, attention and exactly. what I need? Because now I'm on this whole thing like, Ooh, word princess, I'm doing all the things. And so you gotta let me like bloom and blossom and being okay with like letting me do me mm -hmm. and still I gotta let you do you and we can guard together. And we so, can merge this. Right. <laughs> so I think it depends on the person, but like you're yeah. saying, you gotta be able to read people and they gotta be able to read you. Mm -hmm. And Correct. the right person in the right season, I think is gonna grow and do that and communicate. Correct. Correct. Communicating mm -hmm. is really just being vulnerable, but really just being authentic. Yes. Vulnerable, yes. authentic, or the key word. Exactly. Right? Yes. So if you're not comfortable with being authentic, right, is why I feel like people have a hard time communicating. Because they need key to word. be themselves. Correct. And there are a lot of people don't understand. You really have to show yourself because right. if you don't show yourself, you're gonna eventually show yourself later on and they're right. going to see your true colors regardless. The mask right. always the comes mask off. Yes, the mask I, off. I'm a really firm believer that the truth always comes out. Right. What is in the dark <clears throat> will always come to light no matter if it's the next day or six right. months later. It's It always comes out and if you're one way at the beginning and I think a lot of men that pursue women in general, I think not all, I'll take that back, mm -hmm. but a majority, right. you know, they put up this fun and and they do all this work and they put all this effort and consistency and they get to know you and what you like and what you're looking for. But then it's if it's not something that is in your nature to do, it becomes a huge problem right. mm -hmm. months later in a relationship mm -hmm. or years later in a relationship right. because what happened to that person that was there in the beginning. Right, right. Because then it's like the choice gets taken away from you. Right. Had you shown me this person at the beginning, and this is who I would have gotten to know, then it would have been my choice of, do I want to pursue this and see if it's going to do something? Or I, I don't want to waste my time. 
So I think a lot of relationships down the road end up having that problem where the choice, and it works with women the same way, either or, mm -hmm. the choice was never given, so the choice is now being taken away. And now you're left sometime later with well, you speak, uh, what's you speak, going on. You speak about choice and taking that choice away. Mm -hmm. But in actuality, what it really boils down to is not being transparent with exactly. what, what your you know what your intentions really are. Exactly. Um, and if if more people are transparent about it, then I think a lot of things would make more sense. Absolutely. For example, we get we get confused with companionship versus relationship. Sometimes we get into a relationship thinking that we're really into a relationship when in fact you're just in a situationship. Or a companionship <laughs> that that you just you know listen I I enjoy your company I love being around you I appreciate everything that you know we have fun when we when we do it so if people can be more transparent be like hey listen I understand that we having all this great time together mm -hmm. but I don't really want to get in a relationship with you because if you have if you can't answer a simple question of to yourself now do I see a future with this mm -hmm. person. If you can't immediately say, yes, I do, then you are just in a companionship because your your ass don't want to be but fucking lonely. that's like the 90-day rule that we talk about, right? And it's not even, it's not even that 90-day rule. But it's not even that, too. So now you have to think about, too, like mm -hmm. something we talked about, too, yesterday, and it's just something that we spoke about the last few weeks. When you are seeing red flags, are you actually paying attention to those red yep. flags or are you actually ignoring them because you want to see yourself with this person. So now, because you feel like you can see yourself with this person, people tend to else. slip those red flags underneath the carpet, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And they're seeing it right in front of their face. It's gonna come up, they might stay with that person. And then a year down the road, they're like, wow, I've seen all these red flags, <laughs> the day one, Bags. day week, and I just ignored <laughs> it all. Why the hell did I not pay attention? Why didn't I not walk away then? I, why did I give him a chance? Because, oh, maybe I felt a certain butterfly. Well, I so thought I, I felt, see. you know, I the like Sometimes we want to change that. Exactly. And I think we get caught up in the change mm -hmm. factor of, I see it. Can't but save him. I could probably. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, I, you know, it, we were talking about the toxic yeah. versus. Yeah, the, to the toxic relationship. And, yeah. and you keep dismissing it, ignoring them. Yeah. Right. And, and so you always run back to Tyrone. Let me tell you what happened Call with this joker. Tyrone. And then Tyrone's just telling you, listen, you need to walk away from it. And he's like, he's that guy that's always been there for you. He's always there to lend a ear. When you want to vent, when you want to cry, got a shoulder you want to cry on, it's always Tyrone that you go back to <laughs> and start like and, and start talking to. No but lie. yet, but yet he's the one that's that's sitting in 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 that friend zone. When in fact, it's kind of like that Steve Urkel and, and Laura situation. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, ladies, sometimes some sometimes you have to step out of the comfort zone because you get too familiar with the same type of guys that keep breaking your heart. They come in different shapes, sizes, and colors. Child preach. <laughs> I know. And, but, whew, this is why I have this man on my uh, show every week. Don't get me started. Listen, yeah, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in a room you know? full of ladies, but I'm going to get y'all more spectacular real right. fast. Speaking to that mic. <laughs> I'm going to talk right? to this mother. Like my my right? friends come to me for so much dating advice. Uh, me which too. Is, um, which is good, but I'm almost like I feel like I want to be like a men's relationships like specialist or something like that. <laughs> we should we should we maybe should get together. Like there's so much coaching that happens oh like my for God. the heal women, mm -hmm. and but I'm over here like. 
No, it's the men, like, like, cause what, mm -hmm. who's coaching and healing men? So yeah, we sure need to do something it's like so that. They do. Yeah, they need us. They need us. But now, Shannon, like. You know, we know our, a little bit of our history, so right. we're not going to go there. But, you know, we're very familiar with the background that we, you know, we're at. Right. So now that we're older, we're in a different place. And for me, uh -huh. my standards, like, I'm just not going to settle. And, you and, I, and I'm not going to settle. And another yeah. thing, too, that I feel is like, I just know what I want, and if I don't see that right away, I'm just like not wasting my time. I don't even care for a booty call. I'm sorry. I don't even need that mm -mm. anymore either. That's Time out. Like Time out. Time out. Come on now. Y'all forgot I was in this motherfucker. <laughs> um, so, and, th and this is the reason why a lot of women are in toxic situations. Mm. It's because of that, that thing. Fighting because of Oh, but that's why I have a new rule. Uh -oh. Oh, oh, that's a rule. Oh, yeah. You got a rule now. Yeah, you only uh -huh. sleep with your husband. So then now that's what I just said. See? Monogamy. Yeah, just that's what I can all. say. Come through. Just cancel it all. Yeah. So like, that's, how do I know he's serious when he marries you? Facts. Like, <laughs> when you have, have a ring on it, because like I was the queen of getting rings. Like me too. Exes, like what's like, called a runaway bride. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wasn't even running away. I would just never even go. Like I was like <laughs> Kobe Bryant. It. So it wasn't about like are you marriage material or you're not. Are you even worthy of me? Because I'm not asking a man for things I'm not bringing to the table. First mm -hmm. of all, so that's why I agree with you about not settling. Because mm -hmm. a if I don't get everything on my checklist, I'm gonna be unhappy, mm -hmm. and then that's gonna cause conflict. So. Two, once you get to the enlightened point in your life, yeah, don't have sex with somebody that's not your husband or your life mate. So let me ask you a question, and that's the number one guy always say, and I speak to a lot of guys about this. And mm. I'm like, you know what? At this point soul in my life, soul ties are real. Yeah, but I they feel, really I feel that. Yes, I want to wait again until like I'm married to my husband. And guys these days are like, but imagine, you know, sex is like 90% of the relationship. Imagine you get married and sex is just bad. Well, okay, so and you, you know, and you know, listen, and then you know that's, and that's like one of their things. Now, don't you think we should have sex before? This I mean, story it time. It depends on what you want. Because look at Elizabeth Taylor. She got married seven, eight times and she never had sex with the men until she got married. Then you have people like Anna Nicole Smith. Like, so you'd have to know what are you getting married for and a marriage isn't for everybody and women need to be cognizant of what they're asking for too because that man you think you like you might be needing to do tricks off the <laughs> <laughs> and or experiment do some other stuff whole and, classes yeah yeah, right, and, right. Yes. and or be a strong woman in a different facet like emotionally and spiritually mm -hmm. strong to help build him up because i started this book club and i was like man god you gotta be careful what you ask for i'm over here like yeah you sure do gotta be careful what you ask for because one of the girls she was like man i'm married and my husband doesn't even pray for me what do you do and i was like well this other book said you keep praying so, right like, right you know like you have to be careful who you attach to and well you can put your hand like for me like if you're with someone and i was doing this in my last relationship if i know it was came toxic towards the end I mean we used to pray together mm -hmm. and there were times that you know we prayed before we you know we ate we prayed together as a couple and there were times where we went to bed and I had my hands on him and I prayed on him so I think that's you don't she, necessarily have to ask someone to pray for you you can pray for them on well yeah they, own. they were married so that's different but I was just saying like as women we know if he's the one or not like we know, you know what you need. So, oh, no, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 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 I
know about she that. Said, you I pride myself in being extremely transparent. Yeah. I, yes. most of my life, mm-hmm. I make a really good single, single person. Right. A like, single, single person. My girlfriend. Not me, I'm a relationship guy. I I'm have taught single. them well, let me tell you. Wait, define what makes a good single person. Yeah, I'm trying to figure that out. Like, need, I try to stay single. And it you need a out. roster. You could only have as many as you can handle. You know, I was oh, like, I'm a serial dater. No, but it's like, it, it's like <laughs> I thought that too. You know, I it's like bad. I don't. You know, I just really make a really good single person. So no, like, for me, are you trying that, to tell us something right now? Because I know you're complicated. Are you that, no, to... no, I know I'm complicated. Right now. <laughs> like is she telling me right now? That's the problem. She, 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 right she, Emotional exactly. part. The emotional part. The water side. That's what yeah. happens. It's like she's you, speaking the truth. Streamline. You know, you go, you do your thing, 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 yeah, thing. Yeah, when you date, you But should. then, then all of a sudden, yeah, there's one single. that all of a sudden like really like puts in the work. Puts in. I mean, he is on top of his game, and you know who? Uh-huh. He was on top of his game, hard. I mean, we met. I left for New York. He was on. T- I was just like. Wow. This motherfucker is. So the, he's a Capricorn. He's a Capricorn. He's a Charmer. Charmer. Wait, all of us are Capricorn. No, no, no. She's our soulmate sign. Yes, they are. Yeah, no. At the time, there was 14 on the roster at the time. You said what? She said 14, girl. She had a whole football team. I had 14 on the roster at the time. I get tired. Listen. I get tired. Listen, I already passed my bed. Time. <laughs> and they were just they just started he might be listening right off. now <laughs> they, he knows because i was one i think of nine. Oh wow so it was yeah we've we've had this conversation so i mean they just the rest of them just started falling off because he was like on top of his aching yeah capricorn's like, a competitive people I mean, we're leaders he was, they really are we really are we'll fight he, for what we want he blew See, everybody out the water and i was like I okay oh i believe it honey okay so the, so the, okay so the moral of the story is ladies and no, guys <laughs> Keep your if you're a Pisces female, do not date a Capricorn. Hey, we're a Capricorns. Be quiet over there. Well, I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Aries. So. I won't date a Capricorn, okay. man. Okay. You're okay. So y'all, y'all can yeah, all that. Uh, I don't think I've dated anything else but an Aries or a Taurus. I, I like Taurus men. I date Taurus men. I've dated. I was married to a Capricorn who's a little bit psycho. So I don't. They are. They are. January. January. Men Capricorns are psycho. Mine all had like the same birthday in the crazy, same week. Yeah. All, all of my, them. All my Taurus dudes are all mm, stubborn. They're passionate though. Yeah. Stubborn. Very passionate. Get money together, though. Facts. Oh, yeah. They're <laughs> hustlers. Said. But let me ask you guys, girls, a question. Because I know we're... And this is something that I want to talk about um, towards the end. And because we're so spiritual. Do you ladies believe in <laughs> twin flames? I've heard I that. Do. And our soulmates. Yes, I do. Now, you say you've met your twin flame. And I'm going to go around the room. You guys can tell me if you met your twin flame. Oh, oh, would you, would you hold couch. up... Would you hold out for your twin flame or would you move forward and just say, hey, I'm going to get married to the next person? Or do you have no. that faith that your twin flame is going to actually come around? So I honestly believe that you get multiple. Through. 
I think you get multiple. Well, I think you get tons of soulmates. I have and one twin flame. I have one twin flame. And a bunch of soulmates. Yes. different soulmates. Because so, soulmates are karmic. But that's why my relationships aren't working. Because I won't commit to my twin flame. And he won't commit. Well, but they say you guys mirror. Say. You're supposed to mirror each other. I know. Flames. like, And that's why I messed up. He asked me to move in. And I didn't. And I was like, we're friends. Right, right. Like he's my husband, married, that'd be it. Yeah. Married, but now I gotta go back. And well, you were raised with morals too and values. You came from a good family. Yeah, so. but now I gotta go back and eat my words because he was right. Right, right. So it's okay though, because I, I, but I, I guess I be do in the think right season because right. then I wouldn't like then I would have been I would have acquiesced to him and I wouldn't be able to leave. You're getting a little emotional right there. now talking about this. Yes and no, because there's space now. I can talk about it before mm-hmm. I was denying P.K. Brown. Right. Yeah. Get to the mic, dog. <laughs> there you go. It's the wine kicking in. See, right? <laughs> it's Whatever. weird, right? Because I already said there was this one person who's a Taurus, and um, that was my, my twin flame. And we had like, this really connection because we would talk about spiritual stuff. And yeah. We would see, like, past lives. Like, it's weird the things that we would talk about right. and see together. And I thought it was weird. And then after we broke up, we I just never felt like that. I didn't even spoke about stuff like that ever again with another man. Yeah. And it's just so weird because he called me out of nowhere today. It's, it, and you know, it's so crazy. Like, I feel like you're twin flame. So I think that, I, for me, I think that I do get multiple twin flames because not everybody is this lifetime. Okay. Sometimes you came to teach me my lesson, but I know that you are my twin flame. And it's almost multiple like lies. Multiple yes. li- you get yes. what I'm saying? Yes. So, like, I have one where it's like, I know I'm not meant to be with you in this lifeline, but our connection is insanely so strong that I can legit sit here and think about him. And I promise you, I'll get a text, a call, or whichever, and say, Ma, I feel like you're thinking about me right now. And I'll be like, facts. I really am. Or randomly pops up in my dreams or randomly but so does. so y'all are together in this lifetime. We are together in this lifetime, but it's not But wide. not in the 3D it's not world. Meant, it, I don't think that ours is meant to go the distance. It's like one of those where it's like, I feel that connection with you and he feels it as well. But at the same time, you're not meant to carry me through my threshold, which is okay also. Because I enjoy still knowing that you are here. And I feel like sometimes I need those like... How, how do you know, because like for me, the way I'm getting confused with it, like for me, I think the twin flame, like you were saying, they do come through each lifetime. Mm-hmm. And yes, they are meant for like teaching us different lessons, but I feel like a soulmate is where they come in and they're more karmic. And I feel like you have multiple soulmates. And then that twin flame is that one <laughs> person that just cannot be like so you don't always replaceable. Get what you want. Exactly. Can I interject so that's why as I always a guy? say I yeah. feel like a twin flame. Go ahead, TJ. I'm going to have to interject on this one. Everything that, that you, you you ladies are, are talking about is nothing more than seasons. I was just going to Pe- People, people come, people come in and out mm-hmm. um, for a reason, for different seasons. And right. what we do is once a person comes in and fills a void that we're missing, we automatically feel like, oh, this motherfucker is the one. When in fact, they're just here to get you through this season. And when it's time for the getting them, when it's time for them to get off at their stop, we want to try to hold on to that person. Now, nah, uh-uh. you ain't finna go nowhere because you helped me through this period. That's what they're supposed to do. They were supposed to help you through your journey up to this point. And what KJ just says, like, you know, hey, I, I, I feel him. He's, he's there, whatever. But you're not the one that, that that's going to carry me through to the end. Correct. They are there primarily to help you get through Correct. whatever you're going through and we most of the time get confused and 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 dis- that 
they're all they they're, they're all we we got. It's the it's the eighty twenty rule, right? The eighty twenty rule. With that a tad and bit. I think, like, I agree with that a tad bit. Mm-hmm. But where I disagree is that I, the way I view it is, is that when you ask for something and you want something, like anything that you say, you manifest. Like right. I'm a big believer oh, of like, manifestation. You yes. manifest, you know, affirmations, mm-hmm. gratitude mm-hmm. every Absolutely. morning. Like I'm a really strong believer of that. And I feel that sometimes people, whether good, bad, ugly, or indifferent. When they want something and they really put it out into the universe that they want it, at, at a moment in time, the universe will give you what it is that you so wanted that you've been manifesting, but the universe will not give you good timing on it. Because I feel it's almost like it's testing, like how bad do you really want it? How bad did you really ask for it? So sometimes it's like, I feel like the universe will give it to you, and then you might but not won't want give it, it the because time. now you, okay, so the universe gave it to you, but you still have to put your work in because mm-hmm. nothing is handed to you without any type of work. Mm-hmm. So that's where you get the bad timing because it's like, okay, you wanted it, you got it, Dang. but how bad do you how really, bad want, you really it? want it? Are how you, much are you still how willing much to change? Work? Well, how much really are you willing to fight so for being it true too. about it? Because you're really mm-hmm. fighting for something too, if you think about it. I think what's for you, you don't have to fight for it. Though. Correct. But that's how I feel. And I feel like I'm in a stage now too in my life that I don't fight for anything. Well, see, I, I it's feel like if it's gonna, I think I fought too much since I was yeah. young, and I just don't have to. But no, I agree. The laws of attraction are like the the more you say you don't want something, then you're gonna get it, and that's when it's mm-hmm. really meant for you. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why I feel like on the season things. That's why I feel like your your twin flame. That's the person you're meant to be, but it might not be in this season. Correct. So you might say, Correct. because it's really I'm listening to you talk. Correct. You, it doesn't sound like you and that person want each other. So who's to say 20, 10, 20, 30 years down the road, Correct. y'all might not be together. So mm-hmm. and, it, and, it, and I think that's what it is. It's like right now, you're not my, so I always feel like you're not my because time period right want, now because right. where I'm at mentally, it's almost like when I get blessed with things. Right. Had I gotten that blessing at this age, I would not have appreciated the way right. that I appreciate right. it mm-hmm. right now because Sex. of the development. Right that I've had in order to prepare for that particular right. moment. Because what we so, want is sometimes what we need. Correct. It's, it's, it's totally, it's totally yeah. different. It's two different things. Totally. Yes. And we're on two different, like, we're on two different mindset wavelengths, but we, I still feel you though. It's like one of those moments where it's like, I still rock with you. Right. We're just not, we're just not, we're there, not yet. there just yet. It might be 15 years down the line where I might be like, oh shit. Right. Well, hello. Now you're meant to carry me over that threshold, but right now, no, sweetie, I know you're not, but there's there's always going to be a deep-rooted connection that we can't even explain with each other. It's it's crazy, but just like you said. Yeah, who's the same? There's a the word the that I'm looking for, and I, for some reason I'm thinking it, and I can't pull it together. When it's like a uh, like a thug, like a whole, like a, um, when it goes back and forth, like it's like a, um, my God, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't like think. Like enigma? Uh-huh. No. Um... What's that game like? A like oh, when you pull that rope and you're trying to pull on one side, like a tug of war. Tug of war, but it's like it's like a like you keep one minute. It's like they said also too with twin flames. It's always one that's a chaser, (laughs) right? Yeah, you're always a chaser. There's always one that's a chaser. There's never two that's on like hey, we're gonna all just come together. We're gonna be balanced. No, always one that's a chaser, (laughs) and I think that's where we all get. Well, you know, sometimes you get tired. You know, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I just don't you know? have that energy anymore. No. I just don't have the energy to chase. No. Don't so you. either you're going to chase me or I'm just going to miss my boat. That's how I feel. Or whatever's meant for me will be for me when it's my time. Yeah. So, I mean, that's how I, I look at it. So it sounds like all the ladies are single, right? Some single and some are single, single. <laughs> right? 
So um, I'm 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 gonna I'm start I'm gonna start my good friend KJ over here. Okay, I'm, I'm, ladies. I'm, I'm, so I yeah. want to ask them a quick question because we have like eight minutes Uh-oh. left, she and I just it's a question. topic. Especially you women. You guys are entrepreneurs. You guys mm-hmm. are doing really well as women. Now, do you guys find more men are more attracted to you trying to be an opportunist because who your dad might be? Who, you know, how you were raised, you know, you came from attorneys and doctors, you know, your dad played in the NBA. Yeah. So, like, do you feel like men, once they find out, like, this is the way you were raised, this is your family, do you feel like they're all, like, an opportunist? They're all trying to, no. like, come towards you or maybe use you or any which way? Because some on the men are like that. Some huh? men are not on the men's side for me. I think it's more so on the women's side. Okay. But I think, honestly, the men's side, I can, let me tell you something, I attract either men that make the same amount as him mm-hmm. or come close to making it. Like, I've never had that issue or problem. It's always been okay. a, I mean, okay, sweetie, we didn't even bring in the same amount. Like, what you want to do? But then because my work ethic and what I bring to the table as well, it's not even really... So I, I don't, not from the guys. From okay. my standpoint, I don't. But I do get it from a lot of women. Now it's like, what room can I get into now? So that's how I feel, too. And I think because she, we, Shad and I kind of, like, grew up in this kind of, like, circle we were always a part of like a circle we were always like hitting certain spots and i feel like a lot of girls for myself and i'm sure for her too like attract towards us because they knew who we knew Mm -hmm. and they always want to be a part of your clique and you're like Girl, you're being really shallow right now. I don't yeah. around me. Like, please Congrats. just go, please. And I used to have to, like, brush women off of me or girls off of me. Like, I don't want you around. Right. I have enough friends. I don't need any more. It's like, hard because you spend your entire friendship like this. Right. Like, what's your, what's your motive? Like, like are you here for me? Or, me? or, or are you, are you here for what room I can put you in? Which I don't mind putting people in rooms, but do it authentically. I used to be called the big ticket because everywhere, and even up to now, anywhere yeah. I go in Orlando, I get in for free or whatever the case might be so it's like never have to wait on a line for anything yeah. so like every time someone be like oh let's call larissa because larissa has the hookup for anything and it's like she's the big ticket so it's like and after a while you get sick of that because now like are you just using me mm-hmm. as a friend or or there's a lot of guys who try to get with me too because you're like oh well she's a hustler like i know if i'm with her Right. We're going places. Right. And that's how I felt in my I, last relationship. I think the cool thing about some of the guys that I talk to slash um, date is they got, they're got they so busy as is that it's almost to a point where when we do link up, it's like, shit, hold up. The day, you know, got away from each other. So I don't think they even have the time to go, oh, let me kind of figure out what, you know, what she's doing mm-hmm. or what we can get into or whichever. It's more so like, are you done? Are you done? Right. Shit, I'm still going. I got <laughs> right. four meetings left. What you got left? Okay. I think it's, it's always more so like we're trying to find... The time, either they're in surgery, either they're getting mm-hmm. out later. It's, it's like legit. They, so their workload is so insane. So that means you meet good men. <laughs> you meet a good set of bachelors. That's my dating problem. Is I I don't like to. I have commitment problems. I don't like to commit. So you're the opposite of. Us. I'm the opposite. Okay. That's transparency so Shannon, what about for you. you? Yeah, I don't like to commit. So this season, I just tried to date outside of my normal. Mm, like I, I, I feel I you on that the, one. The underdog and every man that leaves me to either a millionaire or the next top model. So um, <laughs> yes, yeah. So you leave me. I leave them better than I found them. So then this season, I was dating like my cop. Like yeah, I just got a relationship mm-hmm. with a lawyer. He was Italian, so you guys were both attorneys. So you guys were both attorneys. Yeah, mm-hmm. and someone on your ooh, level. Two two attorneys. Yeah, and same thing. I was like, eh, you're emotionally unavailable. And I was like, I'm giving 
more than I'm getting. Right, so, right, yeah. But I'm one of those people. Like, if you don't study me, you're gonna figure, you're gonna figure it out too late, and then you're gonna work trying to get it back, and it's mm, way it's more done expensive. It does. It's not done. It's just way more expensive. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, no. You're going to either give me like, a black card, yeah. a black card, or... Now that you figure it out. Be patient and have authentic conversations. That's awesome. So, Key over there, Uh it's kind of weird. I'm not going to say names or anything like that, but we had a conversation yesterday. Oh, yes. Yes. And and it's kind of weird because she gave me the same advice that you just said for me. And she said, I, you should have a conversation. Oh, yes. 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 So, I mean, communication is the key Correct. to everything because you don't know what that person might be thinking or if you're on the same page you don't. You with don't. that person, Correct. right? So, I mean, it's kind of crazy because now you're, you know, you could be on one end thinking like, oh, maybe that person's just not interested in me. Man, maybe they have no, somebody think else. think about it. Have you ever not got the guy? I've never not got the guy. But oh, no, I got this, the guy. But, but, but sometimes <laughs> I feel like sometimes this is our lesson, too, that oh, yeah, sometimes that's why you got to learn. What you choose, too. That's why. But you also have to learn the opposite side <laughs> yeah. of, you and know I think what? I've, I've gotten them so many that then you're just like, shh. Not actually got to go. Now I got to go get your ass. You get comfortable like, you get, in yes. not having and to really work. And life is going to work. shake you up right. a little bit. Because sometimes we ask for certain things and certain growth patterns, and then that person got delivered to you. For it's almost yeah. like I'll do it for you. I just need you to do X, Y, and Z. Because now he's going to force yeah. you mm-hmm. to have to come outside of something that you've been preaching about right. for so long. That's but I might be careful what you ask. I'd be for. careful. So that's why in my season, I'm not going. You still got to be the man. Come court me. Come wine. <laughs> right. And that's funny. I love that. We're going to have a misbalanced Correct. relationship. That's why I couldn't move in your house if I'm not your wife. Because. Correct. What you think I'm okay. gonna be doing? So TJ, <laughs> right? I it's I, I know we have two hey. minutes and counting, but What's, I wanted to up? let you know, What's like up? funny, that uh piggyback out for what Shannon's saying. Okay. Our last three weeks of uh topics, we it's all about courting. Yeah. All it about courting. All the about entire time. you know, and I wanna be court. That's, That's where I'm at right now. Okay. I wanna go back and I wanna be court. I want you to well, come pick me up, we can yep. go for walks, take me to dinner, open the door, open my car bring door. me flowers. Listen, be, I'm, I don't I'm, care. I'm bring from, me flowers, bring me chocolate. I'm it's from not that about school. Material, but I wanna be court. I'm from that school. And and that's where I'm at that level right I now. I recently had a client and she dated this guy. Married this guy and celebrated 11 years. After two weeks of knowing each other, he proposed. And she said, "What kept them like what keeps it is going on dates every Friday. Literally, just don't get rid of that." Right. So true. Guys, so uh, we have like one minute left. So I want to tell you guys, thank you so much for coming to my show tonight. It was for having us. So much fun having girl talk and getting to know you guys, each and every one of you individually. And thank you guys so much for sharing your stories. And thank I would love you. to have you guys all again because you guys are my beautiful sisters. Absolutely. Thanks for yep. having us. Yes. And um, I just want to say thank you again. And uh, thank you for joining Culture Radio at 930 next week all over again. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Absolutely. So 
Guys, uh, say your goodbyes. Goodbye. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Thanks for having us. I I will leave you guys with this. The same walls we build to protect us are the same walls that imprison us. So be careful of the wall that you build that you feel like is protecting you. I love that. Love Love it. Thanks for closing it it out. I love you for that. Yeah. Oh, oh.